Hello and welcome to the Korean Beauty Show podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, K-beauty expert, founder of Style Story, where you can shop, learn and explore the world of Korean skincare and of course your guide to what is going on in the world of K-beauty live from Seoul. So for this week, I have seen a little bit of chatter in the industry about how a new piece of legislation in the US is going to potentially affect the Korean beauty industry. And the legislation I'm talking about is called the Modernization of Cosmetics Regulation Act of 2022. So it's being given the acronym MOCRA, uh, M-O-C-R-A. And what this is, is at the end of 2022, President Biden signed in uh, this law into effect. And it is actually the first time that the US federally has updated its cosmetics law in over 80 years. Uh, So that's a very long time. Uh, And what it does is it actually impacts a lot of different categories of cosmetics products and that's because cosmetics itself is a very broad term as it is in most countries it includes everything from personal care products professional salon products intimate care products all of those kind of things and what the legislation is aiming to do is really to change or improve the safety of cosmetics Uh, and it enters into force later this year so 2023 depending on when you're listening that might be a bit different but it comes into force at the end of 2023 Uh, and what it's really doing is trying to harmonize the cosmetic laws in the states so obviously uh, the state America is made up of lots of different states and the states can regulate their themselves in various different ways at the state level. And this doesn't stop them from doing that, but it's trying to create some sort of a harmony across the cosmetic laws federally in the US. Uh, And the big thing that it looks like that they are aiming to tackle with this is that one of the flaws in the previous laws were that the FDA was largely unable to enforce measures against companies and brands when there were particular safety concerns. So I found a really useful summary from uh, Women's Voices, and I'll include the link to that in the show notes. And they basically ran through what the key uh, amendments are that this act will introduce. So they're looking at mandatory reporting by manufacturers in the event of a serious adverse health event. Uh, They are tackling good manufacturing practices. Uh, So there will be a set of manufacturing practices that all manufacturers will be required to follow. Uh, Cosmetic facilities will need to register with the FDA. There's a lot of uh, stuff in there around keeping records. Another big one will be the labeling of fragrance allergens as well. And then there's a strengthening of the FDA's uh, powers around mandatory recalls of products, particularly where they have been misbranded, adulterated, or anything like that. So I have noticed that there are 
there, there is chatter in the Korean beauty industry about how exactly this is going to affect K-beauty companies. Is this going to affect the competitiveness of Korean beauty companies as well? So this will obviously apply to anyone that is doing business in the US, not just K-beauty companies. But this is a pretty big uh, piece of legislation and it's a big change. Uh, obviously because nothing has been done basically for 80 years. So I think they're just trying to modernize the cosmetic regulation in the States and bring it into you know this century, uh, which sounds like a good idea considering they, they haven't done that, as well as alleviate some of the concerns that regular consumers have around safety issues. I think this is a really common uh, topic of conversation. It's something that a lot of Americans speak to me about as well. Uh, you know, that that uh, not just in relation to beauty products, but food as well, that it's not subject to the same safety uh, assessments uh, as other countries have. So I think this legislation is aiming to do that. But suffice to say that people in the industry are curious, maybe a bit worried about how this will impact companies operating from Korea and exporting their products to America. So there will probably be more updates throughout the year as we learn more about all of this. But that law is coming into effect at the end of 2023. Uh, now, I had a great question of the week come through uh, from one of my Instagram followers, and I hope she doesn't mind. I'm not going to use her name, but I would love to share it with our listeners. Uh, so our listener was uh, coming from the States, I believe, and she was, yes, based in Kentucky. And what she was saying was that she actually uses a range of Korean beauty products uh, because she's an esthetician. And she noticed that uh, the information on the back of the products is usually in Korean, but the front labeling and the brand name will be in English. And she was asking, is that the case in Korea as well? Or do they make specific packaging for different countries in their language? Uh, she says she loves the podcast uh, and thank you for being so educational and genuine. So thank you very much. So the answer is that no, they, they are like that in Korea as well. Uh, so they don't have separate packaging. Uh, obviously, if there are specific labeling requirements in the country that the uh, product is being exported to, like, for example, the States, it's going to need to be labeled in English. Uh, in Canada, I know there are some provinces that require labeling in French and English. So if they were exporting there, then yes, they would either need different packaging for the different countries or just a sticky label. I know we use that in Australia for some of our stuff as well. Uh, that only has, you know, the ingredients and the how-to instructions in Korean. We just sticky label it over the back of that. Uh, but no, in general, it is, you're 100% right that the front labeling and the brand name will be in English. Now, in terms of why they do that, why they package them, why they package them in English, I think there are probably a couple of different answers. This is just my guess. 
I think one of it is actually for marketing purposes. I think it's made especially to make them easier to market overseas. Uh, Korean beauty as an industry definitely is very export focused, uh, which is not unusual for Korean industries. A lot of them are, and that is because they get a lot of funding from the government. And I think they probably realized that English language was very important for export. And I think that also gives Korean products an edge over other brands uh, or other countries brands rather which aren't generally translated classic example i can think of is japanese beauty products Uh, if you ever go to japan you will notice it's obviously all in japanese which is fine if you are japanese but if you are a foreigner it's it's hard to even figure out what's shampoo and what's conditioner i know i've had that problem before and i'm like gosh i really hope i've got one of each and not something else because i cannot read the japanese Japanese, whereas in the Korean products, they will have English somewhere on the product itself. It's very rare that there will be no English. And I know my parents who don't speak a lick of Korean when they come here, they're always like, oh, look, it even says, you know, milk on the front in milk or whatever, Uh, you know. So I think that definitely has given Korean products an edge over products from other countries which aren't translated. The other reason I think, and this is just a guess, but I think that English to Korean speakers uh, is a little bit like French is to English speakers, which is that, you know, we tend to think that French sounds a little bit cooler, a little bit fancier, maybe even a bit more bougie. And I think that's the same, you know, obviously English characters, the the alphabet stands out uh, a lot more from Hangul. And I think it, you know, brands and companies, shops, all different kinds of retailers will sometimes try to incorporate English into their signs and names just to make it stand out or maybe make it sound a little bit cooler. So I don't know what the original reason was that companies started doing this in the first place but I have a feeling it was probably twofold one was that they were hoping that the products would be exported Uh, they were trying to make them more globally competitive and that also domestically it's a little bit of a it's just a little bit cool to have you know parts of it in English it makes it you know stand out from everything else on the shelf Uh, so yes that is the that is my answer to your question Uh, I'm not sure if that's 100% the reason. I'm not sure if I'm missing something. That's just uh, my good guess. (laughs) So I hope that was interesting for anyone else that has been wondering that. Uh, If you know of another reason that I've missed, let me know. I would love to know if anyone actually knows if there's like, you know, an official an official reason. I think it's probably just a, uh, a custom or a you know, thing that has built up over time as well. And then once some brands start doing it, other brands are like, oh, we need to do that too. Uh, but it definitely does make it so much easier to uh, know what the product is when you pick it up, which is a good thing for everyone, I guess, because it's in both languages. Now, on to some of the new Korean beauty products that have launched on our website. So, this one is one that a lot of people have been asking us about for a lot of years. 
And so we finally have it for you. And this is the collection from I'm From. Now, I know a lot of people absolutely love this line. This is just something that people really have been requesting for a very long time. So we finally got a collection in for you. Uh, two of the products that I am going to introduce you to today are I'm From's Mugwort Essence and their Ginseng Serum, which are two of the really, really popular products from their line. So the whole brand concept essentially is that they are using ingredients from Korea in their products. And that's why they will tell you where they're from. So that's why the brand is called I'm From. So in the case of the mugwort essence, they're using mugwort from Kanghua in Korea, and they're using a slow release extraction method that is designed to maximize the nutrients in the concentrate. So it does a lot of different things. Uh, it aims to relieve sensitive uh, and irritated skin, provide hydration, uh, also to nourish your skin. Uh, and it's, it's just good in general if you are looking to minimize the signs of aging. Uh, so go and check that one out. Of course, 1% from the profits from the sale of the products will go towards our pledge to 1% for the planet so that you can share your love for K-Beauty with the planet every time you shop at Style Story. Now, the second one is the Ginseng Serum, and this one has 7.98% of ginseng in it, as well as a lot of other skin-loving ingredients, including betaine, uh, Camellia sinensis leaf extract, uh, which is great for naturally moisturizing the skin. It's good for people with poor issues, skin sensitivities, all of those things. And glycerin, which is a really, really great hydrating ingredient that helps to maintain uh, a healthy look and feel of your skin, basically. So go and check that out. We've got a whole bunch of other products from them as well. If you are one of the people that has been asking for them, uh, Go and check it out. You're welcome. Uh, and I hope you enjoy the, the products. Now, we also have, we've had a whole lot of new reviews for products left on our site as well. So I'm just going to read out a few today. The first one was for Jellico's Bubble Tea Steam Cream, and our reviewer gave it five stars out of five and said, wow, I think I have found my new HG. Uh, which is holy grail, I'm assuming. She says, I have been eyeing off this product for a while, but needed to finish the million other KB creams I have purchased. Oh my gosh, that I know the feeling. Uh, I usually use the BOJ Dynasty cream for the day as it is nice and light. So when I opened the bubble tea steam cream, I'm not going to lie, I was concerned with the thickness. My skin tends to break out with thicker day creams. Three weeks on and knock on wood, my face has not had one breakout, not even my hormonal cystic acne at that time of the month. I did feel comfortable purchasing this without worrying about breakouts. Excellent. I'm really happy to hear that. Thank you so much for leaving your review. Uh, that's, that's so good. I, I definitely 
have gone through similar problems at similar time when I'm just like, I have way too many other products, I really shouldn't. Uh, now, our second reviewer left a review for Subi Brightening Powder Cleanser. Five stars, she said, so good. This powder cleanser is great. You only need a small amount to get a beautiful soft foam. It's not drying on my skin. It lasts a really long time. So thank you to everyone that has left a review. If you have purchased something recently on our site, don't forget to leave yours so that you can get some points and uh, I might even read your your review out on the podcast. So thank you very much to everyone that has done that. Now, recommendation of the week. I'm not sure how many of you will have seen this already, but I know I've had a couple of emails about this show. Uh, Physical 100. It is a Korean reality show that is currently on Netflix. Now, one of uh, my contacts in America told me that they've actually dubbed it uh if you are like tuning in from America which I can't stand shows that they've done that so I'm really sad to hear that they've done that uh obviously here in Korea it's just in Korean with like subtitles that you can choose in different languages but what it is is essentially a lot of eye candy but it's really kind of like an in real life squid game meets I don't know like tough mudder if you're from Australia something like that one of those physical competitions where you have to like battle it out Uh, and the contestants are drawn from a whole range of different professional athletes gymnasts wrestlers taekwondo I'm pretty sure my husband's friend is in it Uh, and another one of his friends got invited to go on it but he didn't have time to go on it and these are all guys with like huge big muscles uh there's even an olympic gold medalist there's influencers like basically a whole lot of different people uh that have incredible crazy bodies and they are battling it out to be the winner uh so go and check that out if you are you know if you're into this kind of thing i don't know maybe if you like survivor or shows like that where people are like battling each other obviously everyone on the show has crazy bodies so if you're into that you'll probably enjoy it if you're the kind of person that watches these shows and is like oh gosh why don't I have a body like that maybe skip it but this one is getting a lot of bars a lot of people are really into it Uh, It is on Netflix, uh, certainly here in Korea, and I believe in the States as well. And when I was back in Australia, I did notice it. So uh, check that out if you have a Netflix subscription. I'm not sure about other countries. Uh, Yeah, it's a shame about the dubbing. I don't know why they do that. I sat down the other night to watch a Japanese show when I realized it was dubbed, and I pieced on out of there because I just don't like that. Uh, That's like a pet peeve of mine. I don't know. I know some people have different different uh, pet peeves. You know, some people hate uh, watching shows with subtitles. I know that used to be a pet peeve of a lot of people back in the day, but I feel like these days most people have the, the closed captions on when they're watching TV, even if they are watching it in their own language. So I think the maybe, you know, bias against subtitles has kind of gone down in the last few years but I'm not sure. Anyway, Physical 100 go and check that out if you are keen to watch a little bit more Korean TV. That one is very very popular at the moment and for pretty obvious reasons. Uh, So I'm going to wrap it up here for today. I will be back in your ears soon and until next time I will see you on Style Story. 